0: Welcome back to Live, Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Thanks for sitting with me through that press conference there. Sometimes they get a little bit repetitive and sometimes you might get a little frustrated uh, that questions aren't answered exactly as you'd like to hear them answered. Uh, But they are valuable nonetheless because if you you pay real close attention, you come to learn uh, that there are some wonderful things happening here in the state of Utah. It's difficult, I know, in these times, in these recent weeks, to look for things and to call them wonderful, uh, but there was uh, a little piece of information shared by Dr. Angela Dunn today, uh, which got me excited. There have been a number of little details uh, that she has shared from time to time that have uh, spoken very highly of Utahns and uh, our ability to abide by the guidance set forth by the experts like her, the state epidemiologist. Today, uh, what caught my attention was when she shared this 10% uh, figure. It is that 10% of the cases here in the state of Utah of the positive cases. Uh, again, there are 806 of them right now. 10% of those are via community spread. The others uh, likely came from elsewhere. But again, 10% are the result of community spread or community transmission. Now, you know what that means. If you remember uh, back when we first learned that little bit of uh, vocabulary, it's funny how our lexicon is expanding as we are confronting uh, this pandemic. But this community transmission here in the state of Utah, of the 806 cases, according to Dr. Angela Dunn, 10% of them uh, came from community transmission. She shares that figure as evidence of the success that you and I are experiencing as we practice good social distancing uh, tactics. All right, it's tough. Uh, And and let me tell you what, I'm a social guy. I like talking to folks. I like seeing the smiles on their faces. I like seeing sometimes even the sadness. I like being around people. It's what fuels me. It's what gets me excited. Uh, And being locked up in this little guest room broadcasting to you from uh, here all by my lonesome, it's a tough thing. But I'm going to keep my complaining to a minimum. Because, first off, I know there are many folks who have it much worse than I do, uh, but I also know uh, that any of the discomfort I'm feeling is uh, a sacrifice and a necessary one uh, so that we can keep uh, seeing figures like the ones shared again by Dr. Angela Dunn this morning uh, that our social distancing is working. Now, uh, I I say that you and I have the patience and the capacity and the ability to follow the guidance handed down uh, by the experts, And I believe that to be true, and I believe the evidence she shared proves that to be true. Uh, But not everyone uh, believes that we uh, are innately capable uh, of pulling this off. And so there are some uh, county leaders... And city leaders, specifically the mayor of Salt Lake City, uh, the mayor of Salt Lake County, uh, Summit County, and now we've learned Wasatch County has added uh, enhanced uh, guidance on top of what uh, the governor thought was sufficient for us to contain this. And and I want to read something real quickly. This one comes from uh, Salt Lake City's uh, enforcement section of their most recent proclamation. Again, this handed down by uh, Salt Lake City uh, Mayor Mendenhall. Uh, in, at the very end of that long document is a paragraph uh, that touches on enforcement. I want to read it to you uh, just so you know uh, exactly what the reality is and so that you know exactly uh, what the consequences may be uh, should you violate uh these orders, this proclamation, as handed down uh by the new, the very new Mayor uh Mendenhall. So this is section eight of this proclamation. I'm gonna read it to you verbatim. It says Salt Lake City residents are urged to voluntarily comply with this proclamation, and every effort will be made to educate people to achieve compliance. However, pursuant to Salt Lake City Code 22-03-080, a person who violates this proclamation is guilty of a Class B misdemeanor and upon conviction can be punished by a fine not to exceed $1,000 and or by imprisonment for a term of no longer than six months. Nothing in this proclamation is intended to encourage or allow law enforcement to transgress individual constitutional rights. Now, much of that applies to every single rule on the books, Uh, Of course, the city and the county and the state and everyone will urge residents to voluntarily comply uh, with the law. And in this case, the proclamation. And at the very end, of course, nothing in this proclamation uh, and nothing in statute is intended to encourage or allow law enforcement to transgress individual constitutional rights. Uh, Those little bits are are added padding, if you will surrounding uh, the very stark and real uh, fact that if you are to violate the order uh, set forth, this proclamation here in the city of Salt Lake, uh, you face uh, misdemeanor charges uh, and a fine not to exceed $1,000 and or uh, imprisonment. That's a pretty big deal. Uh, It's pretty strong terms, uh, and it's later in the weekend. So this came down, I think it was on Friday. Uh, in, in over the weekend, we also heard from, uh, Salt Lake County mayor Wilson. Uh, and in that proclamation, very similar language was, uh, contained within. I want to jump real quickly to uh, a comment made, uh, by, uh, Sheriff Rosie Rivera, uh, Salt Lake County sheriff, as she appeared on the Dave and Dejanovic program this morning. We just have a, a moment left. I want to play one clip, make sure I get the right one here. Um, uh, let me, let's me let play the, the, the first clip here. Dave asked Sheriff Rivera what it meant to her or what it meant for her when the mayors come out to say they're going to enforce this new directive. All we're going to be doing is following the public health order. Uh, it does require for some enforcement. Uh, we are going to begin by asking people. We're going to be kind about it. We're going to ask for their cooperation. In the event that we can't get that cooperation, that is when enforcement comes. Comes into place. Uh, the first violation is a Class B, uh, and they would be cited, and then a Class A after that. Uh, we don't anticipate many people violating the order. We are asking the public to work with law enforcement. These are new times and these are new circumstances, and you very well may agree with this. In fact, as I was watching that press conference hosted by uh, the governor, the lieutenant governor, Val Hale, director of GoEd, uh, also Angela Dunn, uh, state epidemiologist, as well as that woman who is heading up this child care program, uh, the comment I, I watched uh, via Facebook on the KSL uh, news radio page, and as I watched that, the comments that were coming through uh, were overwhelmingly in support of a move just like that. In fact, calling on the governor uh, to make it a statewide mandate. Uh, that this that violation of certain uh, recommendations uh, carry with it the consequence of the law, uh, and so it, it'd be interesting to know where you stand. Five seven five zero zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, I'll give you my two cents real quickly. I think that you and I are pretty capable of doing what's right and keeping the numbers uh, exactly where Dr. Angela Dunn uh, characterized them to be this morning. Uh, others uh, think the the police might be involved uh, or might best uh, be involved. Five seven five zero zero the Utah Community Credit Union text line. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we'll be speaking again to Congressman Rob Bishop. He and his staff took on a massive effort over the weekend to get uh, dozens of missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints uh, back home after being stranded for some time in Africa. That's next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL Radio.